0: Guess. good afternoon I had, everybody i had to warm <laughs> up a little bit
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode 359 of the o the anthem podcast coming to you from all over la but Corey's there in the hashtag ota la studios high above the 110 freeway in downtown los angeles california thank you for joining us
0: yes thank you for joining us on the podcatcher of your choice the easiest way to find it uh is anchor.fm forward slash o the anthem
1: absolutely yes uh and uh not a lot of anger, as I said in the intro. If you stuck around for that, not a lot of anger. Uh, no, no callouts in this week's episode, so uh, I'm nice and calm. And we've set a sixty-minute timer. That timer is now running. So let's go, Corey.
0: Let's yeah, go. let's this. see. Let's get right into it. Uh, no Absolutely. time to waste. Uh, and you at the know, top of the list. Well, I, oh, I said, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say we we, uh, you know, we fancy ourselves here at the Oh the Anthem family as uh, broadcasters from time to time. So sure. uh, it's it's up important that yeah. we that we uh, take the time to acknowledge the lost broadcasters that have uh, uh, fallen recently, including Rush Limbaugh. I'm sure Rob has very nice words to say. I, I, I wanted to set this up nicely so you could have all well, the.
1: I said in the intro, B I H Rush Limbaugh, and uh, I is... was I was surprised.
0: B I H. Wait wait,
1: yeah right. What, what did it... I say in the in our pre-show meeting? Fuck.
0: Yeah, it's B I H. What 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 is that B-I-H. though?
1: Uh, now I already forget what it stands for Burn in Hell Burn in Hell, <laughs> that's right, yes Burn in <laughs> yeah. Hell Rush Limbaugh Um, And, you know, it's I think you set a good standard, Corey With what you said in the pre-show meeting Which is, when the average person dies Lindsay Lohan yeah. She's not a great person She's also not a terrible person You know, she's had her ups or downs Britney Spears, you know For every person that's like Let's end the conservancy Somebody's like, Britney Spears is still alive? So, like You know there's a mixed bag but when she dies when either of those two die there's going to be like a general sense of like oh oh that's sad yeah lost too soon a a little bit of my childhood will die at the same time i mean because reality is as much as i've abused my body i will outlive both britney and (laughs) Lindsay at this point so and when the um, when
0: the when the lives eventually come to an end it's always uh, the the incredible talents the everything like the it's always much higher than it would have been on just a regular Wednesday, if you were asking like... Oh, if, you asked on when, if you asked on Wednesday, how much how much do you like Lindsay Lohan? They would have been like, eh. On Thursday, after the death, they would just be like, oh, she was one of my favorite actresses ever. And yes. The, uh, it's a shame continue. she never won an Oscar.
1: <laughs> Should have absolutely won an Oscar. Uh, the pictures you won't see in the news after the death will be the uh, pictures of both of them wasted in the front seat of a... a some sports car right. know, driving punk each other home or whatever.
0: Not immediately um, at the very least. It'll it'll oh, the yeah. initial yeah. reaction will be a lot of like, I'm so sorry for this and I can't believe it happened and all that sort of stuff. Meanwhile, you know you live in a certain level of notoriety if fifty percent <laughs> of the people who hear about your death are just like good. <laughs> thank, good god. Riddance. thank god thank uh, God. finally. <laughs> you know, and it's it's funny because I, I, I think back to uh, when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. And mm-hmm. it was like one of those like ninety ten splits between people who were like ninety percent like we've lost an icon, you know, an incredible voice, feminist hero, Supreme Court justice, the whole thing, and then mm-hmm. there was ten percent of people who were just like fuck RBG, and I don't think they did it because like they really had some sort of reason. It's not like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like you know she like moved the cults out of town in the middle of the night or something <laughs> like that. It's not like she did something really terrible. She just. You know, was a Democrat. So therefore there's ten percent of people who are just gonna be like, fuck her, no matter what, you know? The people who are saying fuck RBG are also the ones who are
1: screaming and crying because they have to wear a mask, calling the manager a snowflake as they're crying over the fact that they have to wear <laughs> yeah. a mask in the store. Um and then they scream and cry about uh RBG being uh the devil. Yeah. As I, they're screaming and crying about it. So, you know.
0: I, I just uh I I hope to if I if I live with any kind of notoriety in my life or fame or any however you want to establish a a known quantity being your life, uh, I hope that at the end of it all, there's not fifty percent of people who are really glad I'm gone. I just feel like you. I, I understand that that Rush carved out a very good living for himself doing all that, yeah. uh, and he probably doesn't give a shit that people didn't like him. But uh, I don't know how I. I I've heard a lot of people talk about legacy, like when, when people mm-hmm. get to a certain age, they talk a lot about legacy because they want to they want to be remembered for something. And I, I just can't imagine that Rush uh, would be overwhelmingly happy with the legacy he's left behind, though, I'm, you know, in his mind, he did everything right. You know, like
1: so I'm going to we don't have anybody to yell at. I don't have anything <laughs> super controversial today. So I'm going to have to make up something on the spot. And here we go. <clears throat> I don't want Lindsay Lohan, and Britney Spears. I don't even want Rush. I want that Hitler level of notoriety. When I die, 100% of people 100%. say that they hate me and the world would have been better without me. But 40% of people secretly are like, Hey, he was okay. I mean, if you ignored the really terrible stuff that he Listen, said, he was a great painter very publicly, <laughs> <laughs> but also more importantly, Five years from now, um, we will not say Rush Limbaugh in most conversations.
0: No, probably not. Unless we're Ten unless years, we're talking about like the history of conservative talk radio, like, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and by the way, radio is probably gone soon anyway. So, it's well, likely... I mean, it'll,
0: it'll be conservative talk podcast soon enough. Sure. <laughs> when yeah. we're when we're doing um, this over Charlie Kirk or something like that. Uh, Lindsay Steve Lohan, Bannon. Britney
1: Spears will also be uh, forgotten. They'll also be a friend. But I cannot go one day without having a conversation on Facebook, devolve into Hitler. Well, you know, Hitler, <laughs> that's the kind of notoriety I want. You could hate me. You <laughs> that desk got
0: legs. Me,
1: but I want you to remember me forever. Talk about notoriety. <laughs> there will not be a day for the rest of time when someone will not mention that name and if coco is right because we have to bring disney into this because you know nazis um you'll stay you'll stay alive you'll stay you know part of the world as long as someone remembers and speaks about you so just keep in mind uh when's the last time that you thought about your great grandparents versus the last time you talked about hitler
0: Hmm. it's a it's a real point that you know i i don't know what to say it's it's uh it's so bad it's good, in a way. Like it, it's like so, you're right, you're it's, right. It's so bad it lives on uh, more th- so than any other death in history, in a way, you know? You know what? The only one that has more legs, and this is the other side of the spectrum, is Jesus. Because mm-hmm. people, every single day, somebody's talking about Jesus at least like 30 times a wait, day. Wait, wait, wait. There's somebody who's who's throwing the average up so that at least once a day, Jesus is thought about by somebody in America kind of thing, you know?
1: How is, how's Jesus on the other side of the spectrum
0: though? That's why I'm confused about. I don't really understand. <laughs> in the minds of many who assume that oh, Jesus. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that not could be you and your for Hitler, though, right? I mean.
0: <laughs> not you and your, <laughs> whatever. I'm not getting into ilk. it. Me and my ilk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Burn Let's, in hell, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, rather, rather than the, rather than the son on, son on loan from God, how about the talent on loan from God for a second? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, the devil can apparently give out talent too. And I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I got a soul. I'm not really looking to use and haven't. Uh, gently use soul here, devil. If you'd like to make a deal, I'll be at the crossroads. Uh, but uh, and I heard a lot of people saying, uh, uh, people who were saying, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Listen, the man just died. Can we give him some respect? Um, fuck you. Because Rush had an ongoing thing on his show where he would read out the names of people who were had died from AIDS or complications of AIDS and basically made it a like thanks AIDS for killing these people. Um, so I will happily on the first opportunity I have publicly after his death, whip it out and take a piss on his grave. Cause uh, I can't actually do that. Uh, Cause I don't think he's buried yet. Um, but if he has ashes, I got something I can do with those two.
0: Um, I, the the thing that's convenient. The and thing the that, that kind of makes me, uh, the thing that I find interesting here is that, you know, we're talking about, like, uh, Lindsay Lohan and, like, how the initial reaction if she were to suddenly pass or something like that would be, like, overwhelming support, even though she's had a very cha- uh, chaotic life. Yes. Uh, and then somebody will come out in the first 24 hours of the grieving and just be like, well, fuck her, because, you know, she was just a party girl and blah, 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 and yeah yeah yada. yada. And then everyone will crash down on that person for being like, this yeah. is awful taste, You too soon, don't do this to her, she just died, Like it's tragic. And it, Rush would do the same sort of thing, but completely seriously, as part of his show. Like, yeah. when the aforementioned Ruth Bader Ginsburg got cancer, he celebrated <laughs> on the show. When Kirk Cobain died, he <laughs> celebrated on the show. There's been the, the many people who died from AIDS uh, that he would read off the names of. There's a long history of Rush being the person who would laugh at somebody's, you know, like uh, all too soon passing, you know,
1: millions who died from drug addiction or went to jail from drug addiction and that he publicly berated. And then a few years after came on a show to admit that he had a drug problem and he was going to rehab for. So, you know, he didn't care about being a hypocrite Uh, and I don't care about being a not hypocrite by calling him an asshole. Cause I call everybody an asshole because (laughs) I don't know if you know this about spoiler alert. I'm an asshole too. So (laughs) I'm allowed to say it.
0: Uh, speaking of assholes, uh, (laughs)
1: speaking of fucking assholes. Uh, so we, we moved, uh, Over the course of the podcast, it has been recorded and released on many different days. We used to record Friday, release Monday, record Friday, release Tuesday, record Saturday, release Tuesday. Like it's moved around based on our schedules, but I thought we found like a really nice record Monday, release Tuesday. We get all the news of the week before, plus like whatever drops Monday that's going to be the tone of the week. Well, yeah,
0: because I mean, like traditionally, you would, you would, if you had some big news you wanted people to talk about all week. You try and do it on Monday because then people talk about it literally all week. If, as soon as it hits the yeah. weekend, traditionally news died, unless it was really you know, like really a way big. bigger issue than just the, the story or of the week. We found it
1: in the news dump. We'd find stuff in the news dump on a right, Friday right, afternoon and right. be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, but then uh, election is on a Tuesday. What the fuck? They call it uh, the next week on, well, they called it the next week on a Saturday. Trump filed his first post election lawsuit on a Tuesday. Then uh, the capital insurrection uh, was on a well, capital insurrection before that, though, even the uh, the the voting for the uh, Electoral College was on a Wednesday. So it's Wednesday, then insurrection on a Wednesday. (laughs) And then Ted Cruz decides to get his ass on a plane during the middle of a fucking snowstorm on a damn Wednesday. So I just feel bad because
0: you you, a lot of people have probably already heard their extensive Ted Cruz content for the week. And I I, I just don't want to be. Uh, Spending a lot of time piling on with my thoughts as well, but nearly to say, I don't know if I've seen a political miscalculation by somebody who is aiming to be president (laughs) that missed so badly. And not only just, like, the the act of going to Cancun at a time like this when Texans are literally freezing to death inside their own homes. And, you know, like, horrible, tragic stories of people who, who think, like, You know it's so cold in this house I can't do it. I'm gonna close the garage and let the car run so that the heat gets in the house, and then you realize that you die from carbon monoxide poisoning. Because when would you when would you ever have an experience like that before? People like there's real awful things going on in Texas, and Ted Cruz was just like, nope, don't want to be a part of it. Just going to Cancun, Mexico of all places, too.
1: Uh, part of me Because it's good for his that, family
0: to get away to Mexico when it's for the yeah. betterment of them, but it's not okay for people in Mexico to come to America listen, for the betterment listen. of them.
1: I'm glad that Ted Cruz has finally understood that the story of a father crossing the border to make a better life, <laughs> even temporarily, for his children, uh, I'm, I'm sure that'll resonate with him now and that maybe he'll change his stance.
0: No, he, uh, he doesn't give a shit.
1: <laughs> I think he is betting on what we've talked about so many times that four years from now three years from now people aren't going to remember this they're not going to care he doesn't have to run for senate he doesn't have to run for the presidency nothing for four years and he'll have a thousand different fuck-ups between then and now his hair was a story in dc then he flew home and flew to cancun and he everybody forgot about the hair (laughs) because they were joking about him coming back with dreadlocks because that's what happens apparently when you go to cancun when did that happen? Also, I, I've traveled extensively to the Caribbean, and I never thought, like, let me get my hair just braided. I feel like that's a good idea. Anyway. I've gotten um, a hermit
0: crab before, but maybe you can't bring that back from Mexico.
1: I mean, I got hermit crabs in Ocean City. <laughs> that's a different never... kind of
0: crab. That's not a hermit crab.
1: It's a. It's what they call a hermit crab, okay? <laughs> that's what it says on the sign. Um, But it, the, the- Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about the other kinds of crabs. Oh. Were...
1: <laughs> Listen. There was a chastity wall that kept me separated from the crabs. I was perfectly <laughs> safe. Um, But the 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 cognitive dissonance of people to say like, "Well, so what? He took his family on vacation. It's understandable." But you don't have heat. He has heat at his house. All the asking is actually. that he just pretend
0: pretend he to did, suffer. He didn't actually, and he left his dog there all by himself in the cold.
1: That. You know? Might be the end of his presidency. That, know, not his kids. Not leaving Texas, but he left his dog at home.
0: Do you know what? You know what the dog's name is? Take a guess. George. Ronald Reagan. No. Oh, it's okay. apropos of this situation. Is
1: it something Mexican?
0: No, it's Snowflake. Uh,
1: oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm sure he'd be fine in the snow then. Now, wait, is it a husky? because i've seen a lot of tiktoks and no, like that a, refuse to it's come like in out of the snow or
0: something like that
1: that is not a dog you leave at home when it's cold no no that's a finicky fucking dog you're going to have a dog sickle when you come home but by the way the cutest thing to come out of the storm a lot of tragedy it's terrible but huskies who don't want to come in out of the snow is like the greatest thing ever this husky's been living in texas for 10 years <laughs> never even thought he'd see snow and it's snowing and he's like Fuck you. I'm not coming inside. This is it. I'm here. I'm here for this.
0: It was like it. A, uh, 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 Becky, my Bernese mountain dog. Like, oh, yeah. Which yeah. is like, as soon as the snow was there, it was just like, no, I'm an outdoor dog now. <laughs> like, I'm just out <laughs> Eventually, him, this uh, will all melt. I'll come back inside. But uh,
1: for now, I'm out there. I'm an outdoor dog. He literally dog.
0: would build himself like a little igloo and go inside of it. And...
1: <laughs> but that's, a, that's their element. But a poodle is not a dog. It's meant for snow. It's no. not built for snow. It's not made for snow. You Get it's lost in it's... the snow. Yes, <laughs> if it's white, I guess. And if they take care of it, uh, which I would bet <laughs> neither of those things are true. Um, although it's probably white. If it's named Snowflake, it's probably white, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I'd like to imagine that Ted Cruz, when when Snowflake the puppy came into his life, he just like held it up and was like, "You're going to be such a great prop one day."
1: Yep. <laughs> You're gonna never thought it'd be the downfall of his presidency. <laughs>
0: So yeah, Ted Cruz uh, first said that he was only going to Mexico to drop off his kids because they a- yes. requested that they drop him off. And then, they
1: asked him to take them so they could go on this trip. Right. And then
0: all the stories started coming out about the, the group chat from the neighbors uh, in mm-hmm. and Cruz's neighborhood who mm-hmm. let, it, let it all out that they were planning for this whole weekend getaway and Ted was going. And Ted Cruz invited some college friend of his or something like that to come down to camp cancun for the weekend the whole thing
1: part of the discussion was someone brought up going to boston instead of cancun because he said something about needing to get to warmer climates when brought boston was brought up he agreed to boston too he was just like anywhere but texas honestly right now i'll go anywhere
0: anywhere except for where i am right now (laughs) and and you know it's not that he he really could have done nothing i mean like as long as he was in texas Don't you pull this Republican bullshit, because I've heard this all week too. No,
1: no, no, no. I'm not saying he couldn't do anything.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying that he couldn't do anything or that he shouldn't have done anything. I'm saying that even if he was just in Texas for this whole weekend and did nothing, he would still be better off than he was. (laughs) Like, people would not be as mad about him doing nothing. Yeah. As opposed to him, like intentionally fucking people like intentionally getting out of the country and like you, being like not if, my problem like he
1: posted on instagram his whole family camping out in the living room with like blankets and stuff you're golden yeah everybody's like he's suffering just like us and then as soon as you, take the picture, it like, with you. turn the lights back on <laughs> in the heat god damn it's cold in here like but he didn't he went to mexico uh and i heard republicans all week long saying like hey um What's he going to do? He's not—he's from Texas, but he's not a senator of Texas. He's a national senator. They're on break, which, by the way, they're on vacation again. Thanks, Senate of the United States. Um, But I look at it and I say... um,
0: It's not like he punches out, though. It's not like as a senator. Yeah.
1: And and what is Beto O'Rourke? After he lost the race to Ted, what is Beto O'Rourke?
0: It's not like like if 9-11 happened and you're the senator from New York. You're just like,
1: it's my day off. (laughs) It's like... Congress is not in session, unfortunately. I wish there was more I could do. Bitch, I'm um, busy
0: fundraising today. I don't got time for an emergency. <laughs> I got calls to I make. Can... Why is half the calls I'm making aren't connecting? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this phone service. How dare
1: But uh, what is Beto O'Rourke? What is his official title right Citizen.
0: now? Citizen. Oh, oh. <laughs> So it's strange that he is getting shit done in Texas that yeah. the senator can't get done. Calling people, like calling old people and making sure that they're okay. And AOC, for all the hatred that she gets in Texas, has raised plenty of money for people in Texas. Uh, well,
1: well, well, listen, she raised some money. Some of that money was raised by people who were inspired by her. Do not give her credit for money she did not raise. How
0: dare you? She still raised a million dollars more than Ted Cruz did. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's also true. Like, the, <laughs> The congressman from the Bronx decided to raise more money in Texas than Ted Cruz did. So, I mean, I I, I don't know what to tell well, you. Well, we know. can't
1: say that for sure. He may have raised a lot of money for himself with this Cancun weekend. I don't he know. He did I,
0: send out a fundraising email saying that <laughs> saying that the, the Democrats are out to get me for no, no big deal, and I'm here fighting for you and the whole bunch of bullshit.
1: Ted Cruz. I'm here fighting for you. It's the picture of Michael on the beach in Jamaica. Like, hey.
0: Ted Cruz for all the. All the bullshit he takes has somebody in his office who's so quick to send out a fundraising email anytime he gets in (laughs) trouble. But you know, Democrats are out to get me.
1: It works because if you're only watching OAN or ONN and uh, Breitbart, that's probably what they said. A man, family man, takes vacation, (laughs) berated by left
0: during pandemic. By the way, Ted Cruz, you should be quarantining. I
1: I yeah. Oh yeah. Just, what was he? I didn't even see this. You saw the other thing. What was the other thing?
0: Oh well when he got back, he he there was some local local police that he like cut brisket for in a parking lot and like took pictures with and stuff like that. But I'm like not you safe. just traveled not a, safe. You just traveled outside the country. Like what are you doing? Well to be fair, he didn't spend
1: that much time in Mexico. He was literally on a plane for most of that weekend. He's got so, a couple of know. days.
0: He's got a couple days to <laughs> Nancy should just not let him back in. Or Chuck, I guess, uh, listen, would be more. In, more in, I'm going to need
1: you to quarantine <laughs> for 10 more days uh, before we let you in. I'm need well, you to their quarant- vacation actually goes. So
0: We we made a new resolution while you were gone. You got to quarantine for the rest of your life. <laughs> Anyone who goes to Cancun in the middle of the pandemic has got to quarantine for life. Sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> to be fair,
1: if you go to Cancun any day, even without a pandemic, you should probably quarantine when you come back. There's a lot of, a lot of bad things happening in Cancun. I can tell from personal experience. <laughs> Think uh, of crabs that you might pick up at the beach, <laughs> uh.
0: but yes, uh, more than anything, I just wanted to uh, say to the people I, I know a, a quite a few people in Texas, and I know how uh, awful this has been for all of them. So uh, we're we're all thinking about you, and uh, hopefully, the the lessons that are learned from this will, will actually be put into place to. Fixed problems going into the future because uh, Texas had a close call like this 10 years ago and they said that they Mm -hmm. were going to fix things and they never did. So maybe this is the opportunity to actually, you know, like ready up the electrical grid. And well, so
1: they had a close call 10 years ago and their response was to pull out of the federal grid so that they then didn't have to have any inspectors come in. So that worked out real well.
0: And it's the type of thing that the it's not even Texas taxpayers who are paying for it. It's, you know, your energy company pays for the extra uh, winter proofing and stuff like that. So I think that uh, considering the cost of energy in Texas fucking exploded uh, there, I saw some story about a guy who has a uh, an apartment that he was looking to rent like he had he had a tenant in there, but it's currently empty. So he's not running any electricity or anything in the apartment. He just okay. had the air set to sixty so the per- pipes wouldn't freeze. That's okay. the only thing running in the place. And over the weekend, he said it cost like three hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> just <laughs> just in the time that like the the power has been out and the blackout and everything like that. Uh, because the cost of energy is just through the roof, and there's people with you know ten thousand dollar bills for uh, electricity costs, and it's. Uh, to me that's the one of the things that's the most mind numbing because you 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 don't know when you move to a state like Texas or you live in Texas that they're not prepared for winter if it were to come, yeah. now, I mean yeah. like if all of a sudden Texas went from you know like a low of forty and overnight it went to negative forty, nobody could have planned for that. We could understand why our system failures in place, but like To think that you'd never get to the point where it was freezing, even though at certain points during the history of this state, it has gotten to that freezing temperature. In recent recent history, yeah, you have to you have to think of it like, and you know, like imagine if you were just like these energy costs. Like imagine you were at a slot machine in Vegas, right, and you put your credit card in, so like every swipe was just automatically debited off the credit card, right? It's a bad idea. I don't. And it's and it's (laughs) uh, it's just progressive pricing. On the on the polls, you know. Yeah. So like yeah. for the first two hours that you're there, you're pulling and it's basically a dollar every time. Maybe it's ninety five cents. Maybe it's a dollar five or something. But you're just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just keep pulling this. Then all of a sudden at, you know, the two hour mark, it changes to ten thousand dollars per poll <laughs> and nobody bothered to tell you. I I would be like, what do you do? Like that's the the the, the problem is that there's so much built into the legal system of getting some sort of like to sue the energy company to try and get Mm, restitution for the situation you'll be in court for a decade and then and they have way better lawyers than you can afford yeah you're paying you're paying out of pocket for a lot of lawyers to just try and get to the end of that decade where maybe you'll get a punitive judgment of you know 10 grand one (laughs) dollar
1: He's absolutely right, but he is also mm. dumb, and he shouldn't have paid a million dollars to get $10,000. <laughs> yeah. So, $1 reward. Um, but yeah, uh, here's the thing. Nobody's going to learn any lessons. If you're in Texas, I feel terrible for you. It sucks. You guys should have been ready for this, but you're not. Uh, but on the other hand, you only have your fucking selves to blame because your governor or your ex-governor is tweeting shit like... Um, we're going to get through this and uh less regulation is the key to this. What we yeah. need is less regulation. Uh and people were just like that's right in Texas this is what we believe in. You deserve to freeze to death. <laughs> Not all of you. Those people. But see, I found another way to be controversial. <laughs> Some people in Texas deserve to freeze to death and you are voting Republican time after time.
0: I don't you see but if you're voting Republican, you don't necessarily think, you know, like in California we sort of know. I, I I have an assumption that if something were to, if something really bad were to happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, take uh earthquake planning. L A has gotten very serious about any building that gets built after the uh earthquake. Uh, Ninety four. Yeah, Northridge, Northridge quake. Uh, so I feel like. You know, I might, I might be in for a rude awakening like the people from Texas, but like it's like one of those things like if I'm in a new building and all of a sudden an earthquake hits, I would feel relatively comfortable knowing that there were a lot of regulations in place to make sure that this building is earthquake safe.
1: Here's uh, the difference, though. <laughs> I get scared every time you're, you are like, oh, I got to go vote today. And I'm like, isn't that like the 15th time this year? Because <laughs> I know every time you go vote, I'm going to get less money in my paycheck in the next three months because- yeah. More voting means more Democrats, means more taxation, more regulation. When you're in Texas and you're voting for Republicans, you know that means less regulation. Things are only going to get more free market. And if the free market ain't helping you in your paycheck every single week, you got to assume it's not helping your life in general as well.
0: Oh, right. But I'm saying like, uh, you know, this is part of the reason why I think that uh, back in the day, Flint was such an issue was because, you know, like people just like... To have water that was contaminated like that in America was, like, kind of the headline of every story. <laughs> it was like, this is happening in America. Like, it wasn't happening in America for this entire time that we've been a country. Many years. But I'm before, saying, like, yeah, yeah. you know, people were just so shocked. They were just like, how how could the standards be so low? Like, what do we, what are the taxpayers paying for? They would think that, at the very least, they're figuring out a way to make the water clean enough to drink. Like... You know, like that's the standard by the the low end of the standard by which we're going to be judged. And then, like, people get the the rug pulled out from under them. Uh, I think a lot of people think when they're voting for Republicans to uh, bring down regulations, they're thinking about things that are like, you know, red tape. You got it. They passed a bill that says you're not allowed to go five miles over the speed limit on Sundays and it's a 97 page thing. And it's like, why does it need to be so long? Oh, there's all these regulations and red tape and blah, blah, blah. Well, let's cut out everything that isn't just the the law itself. And then you realize later on that, that this law was actually, there was a lot of things you cut out of that that actually could really help people. And, you know, you're fucked. That's basically the long yeah. story short of it.
1: Um, That's absolutely true uh republicans are dumb Corey. i do agree with you and also as a harsh reminder flint still does not have clean drinking water that <laughs> story we, long out of the news
0: though we finally got some some uh uh charges against some people that yes
1: people people may go to jail but we no never got a chance to
0: talk yet. about it because uh i think we were in the middle of an insurrection at the time so you know <laughs> it didn't it didn't quite rate as a story we needed to talk about but uh,
1: but, uh n- the storm is not only impacting Ted Cruz's career and maybe that of Beto and AOC as well. And not only impacting people who are suffering through it, but countrywide vaccines are now delayed. And of course, we am talking about the COVID vaccine yeah. because FedEx and UPS built their hubs in Nashville and in Houston, because those are two cities that suffer the least number of weather related delays in history of the country. As long as we've been creating records. So, of course, that's where their hubs are. And those are two cities that have been unbelievably impacted by yeah. the winter weather that's come through. Yeah. So, apparently, there is just vaccine sitting uh, on a runway or in a storage there. Don't worry, folks, because it's under, it's negative <laughs> degrees there. It's under freezing. The vaccine is fine.
0: <laughs> just leave it outside, let it get some sun. <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, it's like, well, let's see. It's negative 40 out here. That freezer's running at negative 30. We can just turn it off and open the door. I think it's probably (laughs) fine. Uh, We'll probably be all right. But um, it also means that there's no... They cut
0: regulations (laughs) saying we couldn't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, it's Nashville, baby. This is Tennessee. It's uh, almost Texas, but not quite.
0: It's 55 degrees. That's good enough, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. But... um, here in LA, uh, we actually had to shut down all vaccine distribution centers because they ran out of supply for like five days. Uh, they just reopened today, I think, actually, um, even if some people were too scared to go and get the vaccine or, or chose not to uh, because reasons that make no sense to me. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, the vaccine is now rolling out. Here was the question I asked you. Of course, now that we have like a five-day break without vaccines, the states took an opportunity to say, "Let's get our house in order. Let's get these tiers clarified. Let's figure out when everyone's going to get a vaccine, so that July one, everybody has one." And how many states did that, Corey?
0: I mean, every state has some version of a plan, but the problem is that if we're cat- Look at this placating, we... this placating no, no, nonsense. No, no, no. I, I, I'm saying the problem is that snowflake. That's what you uh, are. <laughs> You're a damn snowflake. When you categorize things as a plan. It covers all manner of sin. <laughs> like, I, I had a plan to run to the store, and I have a plan to go to Mars. Are not the same? They're both plans for sure. Fair enough. But they have very different <laughs> levels of success or, or, uh, work that went into them. Like, we're not at the we're not at the point where I feel like a lot of people's plans were just like written up on napkins and like. We got the gist. We're fine. yeah
1: yeah. I think if I were Gavin Newsom. And I were facing a recall vote that apparently is gonna clear the bar to be on the ballot directly It's, it's real point. close at this point. I'm gonna be close um so if I was him and I was like, we don't have vaccines for five days. so we have to stop giving them out not because we need to take a pause to figure this out, but because the supply was taken away. yeah, I would use those five days to be like, all right, when they come back, I want to be able to tell every Californian when they can get the vaccine. What is your age? What is your certain conditions? I will tell you the date that you can get the vaccine if they keep up with supply once the supply returns. And then it started today. I went to the website, which, by the way, I realized after the fact hadn't been updated. That's the same thing that was there before. It's been up there for a while. Tier one, tier two. There were more clear tiers before they adjusted them. Now they adjusted them. They're less clear. I don't know when I can get one. You essentially don't know when you can get one, although we might be able to shoehorn you into this next group. Yeah, if, uh, I might be doctors, fat enough to get one with uh, if you can get to the doctor, if you can find a marijuana doctor for a COVID <laughs> vaccine. That's what I'm going to say. Doc. Uh, so what do you need today, son? Uh, I need a vaccine. Well, let's see. <laughs> let's look at his list. What do you got? Hypertension. You look like you got hypertension. I was going to write hypertension. All what right. are you going to
0: tell the doctor you have? I'm an actor. I'll improv. You have Legionnaire's disease. <laughs> Sorry, a great entourage quote. Something, One of my favorite.
2: Like maybe migraines.
1: <laughs> um uh, by the by for people who don't know, Legionnaire's disease is a uh respiratory syndrome. So again, you wouldn't <laughs> want to say you have Legionnaire's not good for disease. <laughs> for a COVID vaccine, great. Marijuana, <laughs> <laughs> not so marijuana, much. No.
0: <laughs> um I, I what what kind of gets me is that it it's not so much the way in which they've they've organized these tiers, it just feels like the tiers are. It's like the like the whose line is it anyway version of making up a list. Like, yep. <laughs> the points don't matter. And like it's like because teachers rules were, are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, teachers teachers were up there. I don't think yep, they were in, in the in like the the very first couple groups that were gonna get it, and then all Second of a sudden tier. more of more of uh the issue became we have to open up these schools we have to open up schools which i understand like people people who have kids really want schools to get back open yep. uh nobody can agree on how to do so cuz everyone has different ideals of what that looks like but uh i you know i can understand why all of a sudden there was a rush to get teachers to the front of the line or closer to the front of the line and, but at the same time like you know uh, and again i'm not trying to complain i, I will patiently wait my turn but, you know, there is a, you know, I haven't worked in a year. So, like you know, at a certain point, shouldn't I get at least a little bit more preferential treatment than the person who is like, you know, 20 and perfectly healthy and well. I mean, all, all I'm saying is
1: the original plan had five tiers. I could say for sure I was tier four. Ahead of me in tier three were teachers. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, as a, uh office worker slash retail, uh, non-interfacing with the public retail in an office environment, which is what I am, I was tier four. Uh, I was very clear about where my tier was and when I could get it. There was a date next to it. Yeah. Then those went away. And now the new tiers came, where it was like one is long-term uh, residents of nursing homes and nurses. And medical. Tier, pre- two, yeah. t- tier two is teachers and Uh, People over 65, everyone over 65, and with a doctor's permission, you could possibly probably get one if you wanted to. And meanwhile, we're seeing stories about like, oh, at the end of the day, we had 12 doses that got thrown away. Like, that should not fucking happen. Like, I can get to Echo Park, which is not where they're doing vaccines. That's where they're doing testing. But I can get to Dodger Stadium in, what, 25 minutes?
0: Yeah. I mean, even less of (laughs) you— Have you drove there? If I there. took an Uber,
1: <laughs> yeah, if I took an Uber and not a scooter. But like, if you call me and tell me we got fifteen vaccines, if you get your ass here, you can get one. But there's only fifteen. I will go up there thirty times and strike out thirty times. Well, you know on what? Thirty first time, I'll still
0: come. Honestly, you know, a big part of the problem, at least here in L.A., I don't know how how much how widespread this problem is, but uh, apparently there was a system that was being put aside to uh, to like. Portion off a certain number of vaccines for people who are. uh, No, no, no. Like for for uh, uh, like a racial equity thing to like hit the hardest hit communities in L.A. uh, with some COVID vaccines. And they had like a special code that you would enter to be able to like not skip the line, but like, you know, get in with the medical professionals, if you will. Sure. And then that information that was supposed to be meant for underprivileged communities in black and brown neighborhoods quickly became white people finding out that information and then taking up all those slots themselves so like the problem is that we even if in the best case scenario we have a completely equitable system where we try and do things reasonable and fair there are going to be people who find a way around the the rules that are in place and they're going to rationalize a lot of the people who in the story we're talking about it we're rationalizing it as Well, they're just going to throw these vaccines away if we don't use them. So, yeah, I signed up so I could get my vaccine. And then they're just like, well, no, I mean, this was meant for somebody else. And they're just like, I don't care. I got my vaccine. (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't arrest me for it. Like, and that's so. Here's
1: what I'm sensing. We talked about Hitler at the beginning of the show. Rush Limbaugh. mm -hmm. uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah. Now we're talking about a real murderers row privileged ass white people taking vaccines i'm starting to sense a pattern Corey, and i don't like it but i'm gonna say it anyway white people are the fucking problem that's what i'm starting to sense white people might be the fucking problem yeah
0: i i I, uh i would agree
1: (laughs) i mean like i say that as a white man
0: yeah i I mean that you know that that could pretty much be true for almost everything going back quite a while so
1: yep yeah uh so i I think it is an inverse proportion (laughs) uh your fault at how bad things are today is inversely proportional to how safely you could time travel through time. <laughs> I could safely travel essentially to the very beginning of time and be out of place. Like I don't speak your language, but yeah. Hey, fellow white person, you don't speak the same language, but come sit at my table. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much my fault. Every, everything is basically uh, to blame on not necessarily me, but uh Well, I mean like let's race. not let's
0: let let people have the option. I don't wanna I mean they could blame me if they want. I don't really give a <laughs> fuck.
1: Uh but meanwhile I got a guy who's trying to sign up to get a vaccine, uh can't because some asshole white dude from the West Side took his spot. Yeah. Can't travel safely before like nineteen ninety two. And in L.A., maybe even, like, 1999, really, let's just say. So I mean, some would, argue,
0: some would argue that the, the problem hasn't even really today. gone away. So. Yeah, even today. So.
1: Uh, wait, I said uh, L.A., not Minneapolis, Corey, all right? Listen, well,
0: so Listen, they get, they're they firing out a side of the cars with paintballs and shit like that. I'm not, not putting oh, yeah. it past them.
1: That's Orange County, though. Come on, <laughs> I don't count that as L.A.
0: There's, I could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But back to COVID, I I think uh, the major part of this story is uh, vaccines are going to be coming. People are going to be getting them. Corey and I will get them eventually and or we will die from COVID. Uh, So one or the other. Uh, At this point, I really see it as a coin flip. So uh,
0: I mean, right now, you know, the last I heard from Fauci and from Biden and anybody else in the know who was supposed to be delivering this information uh, was saying May, June looks like the time where we would be able to get a large swath of americans done by may or june so yeah. uh you would have to think that we are going to be within that may to june timeline probably for when we get the vaccine and you know uh, uh, so close to the finish line. let's just let's just not get sick between now and then that's the that's my number one know, concern
1: do you know where most people die on the organ transplant list
0: right before they get it
1: in the top 100 when they're less than 100 to go before their transplant is when they usually die uh so just throwing out i'm just saying we're at the finish line not over it though so
0: we'll see Until we get that new kidney let's not let's not count count our chickens before they hatch
1: the major story coming out of this uh i said last week and good slash bad news um Due to lower infection rates, lower hospitalization rates, and lower death rates, we did not hit half a million last week. Now, we hit it today at 6 p.m., so it took an extra day or so, but uh, good, we're slowing down on infection, death, hospital rates. You make the interesting point that it's possible that we're just reaching like, hey, a lot of people have had it and or had it and didn't know. Uh, I made the point that I've been tested three times in the last week. And nobody has been there any time that I've gotten tested. One of the busiest sites in L.A. has no one getting tests done. So maybe just people aren't testing anymore.
0: I mean, and- I, I've definitely slowed down on my testing as 2021 rolled over. And it, it's not because I don't want to get tested. It's just because I was, you know, like it, it. it's one of those things that you prioritize when you have like a free day to do it, at least for me, because I usually mm-hmm. have to sit in traffic at Dodger Stadium. So. Well, that's a and vaccine now that center it, now.
1: So you can't even go there.
0: I know. I got go to go. probably go to Union Station or something like that, but we'll see. I, I, I definitely want to get one this week. So, listen, it's been listen, a little listen. While.
1: The girl who I sleep with, like most of the time, not 100%, but most of the time, she's getting tested really regularly. Uh, in fact, she had an AIDS vaccine. So I'm probably fine. Uh, I'm just going to rely on that to be my test. So, uh, and that mentality, although jokingly, because Corey is very safe,
0: <laughs> also because there's not an AIDS vaccine. <laughs> Also yes,
1: Uh, although it's like you live with it now, right? It's like a flu. Like you take pills and you're fine. It's diabetes now. I take pills. (laughs) They don't even sense it in my system. It's fine.
0: It is if you don't have it. That's. (laughs) I
1: don't even have to use condoms anymore, Corey. That's how well. That's how well it Uh, works. uh,
0: The but yes, (laughs) please use condoms if you guys say this. (laughs)
1: Uh, Aids is no joke.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the infection. The infection rate, the death rate, the hospital rate—it's falling all over the place. There, I, I don't think there's anywhere in America right now where there's like a, a really deadly spike or anything or any a really nope. dangerous spike that's that's happening, which is good. Uh, John's
1: map is green all the way from coast to coast. <laughs> and I rates are falling.
0: I I have to imagine though, just uh, based off of like looking at the numbers in L.A. and thinking about you know there's 10 million people in L.A. County, and we've had. Uh, we looked it up before. Like one point one one eight, uh, million cases in LA. Hey, County. 1.2. One point 2. Yeah. two eight Well, like cases. it's closer to one than it would be to two. But like, yeah, like one point one two, uh, million no, cases. It's
1: one point so 100, one eight. So one hundred one million one hundred eighty thousand, which is 1. No, it's one hundred eighteen thousand. When... Is it? I thought it was yeah.
0: one million one hundred eighteen thousand.
1: Keep talking. I'm looking that up again. <laughs>
0: okay, I don't trust but, your numbers. Uh, that's people who have actually tested positive, as opposed to the people who still have not gotten COVID test once since the entire pandemic has started, uh, who right. don't know whether or not they're sick. Which is a lot more people than you think it is. And uh,
1: 1.18 million when.
0: There's three ones at the
1: beginning of that. Nope. There is a one, a decimal, and then a one and an eight. 1.18. Don't question my memory, son. (laughs) Who are you talking
0: to? Hey. Hey. Anywho. 1.2 million. We're off by (laughs) 70,000. Hey,
1: (laughs) it's 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 a rounding error when we're talking about the number of people who are suffering and dying from a deadly disease that no one's taking seriously, because on my ride home, no masks. No masks anywhere. We're the just quomoing.
0: We're just quomoing. Yeah,
1: It's all right. Just um, throwing some numbers around. It's okay. Uh, no, listen, it's the way we draw up the numbers. You don't understand. <laughs> I got a bank account. I got a, account, I, a savings account and a checking account. I got to move money from a second bank like savings account.
0: <laughs> Looking at the numbers, though, I really do think that, uh, at least in my mind, I, I've compartmentalized it like this. There's probably a quarter to a third of people who are really stringent about like what they do and not going out yes. or not doing anything that they don't have to. And then I would, I would maybe go up to a half in total or a combination of those people and people who are going out but doing it very safely. Like, you have to go to the store. You live by yourself. You need to get groceries at some point. But uh-huh. you're trying to be in and out you're trying to do it at off peak hours you're trying trying to do all the things you can to remain as safe as possible i would imagine what that percentage there's... of
1: people are going out to a bar because bars are open i mean it's it's a restaurant but they're not eating they're just getting drinks without masks and cheersing and that what percentage do you think that is
0: i mean i would say probably you know a quarter of people are, are at that camp too but it's about I would a also say my Instagram—that's for sure. I would say that uh, if you look at it in terms of like the cases, though, that perhaps in the last six months, which is what we're generally using as our our beacon for how long you would be uh, immune from the virus if you already had it, you know, yeah. I I think you know we might be just at the point in L.A. where all the people who are going to get or who have been trying to get it effectively are getting it, you know, or had it, and now we're at the point where there's less people getting it because the people who are actually out to get exposed to it are already had it or, or no already had it or are not going out to get exposed to it. You know, like there's yeah. just two and a half million uh, Angelinos who are just staying home no matter what. And they're not going to get it because they never leave the house, you know, like, Meanwhile, uh, there is a small sliver that are like
1: the people I overheard at work today having a conversation about how they were so glad the pandemic is over because they really missed going out and then proceeded to talk about all the shit they did over the weekend. And then I proceeded to tell them to go the fuck home or wear a mask around the office. Like we have generally like a, if you're moving around the office, wear a mask. But I said, you need to wear it at your seat or you need to go home because everything you said you just did, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And I have to be here. So yeah. you don't have to be here. You go home or you put on your mask. And they chose to go home because <laughs> I refuse to be uh, muffled by a mask, whether you ask me to do it or anybody asked me to do it. And I'm like, okay, so you don't wear a mask outside of work. That's clear. All right, good. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Um, but that's part of the worrisome reaction. I think the doctors have talked about, about uh, cases being down, deaths being down, hospitalizations being down and vaccines being up at least once this uh, snowstorm delay gets out of the way, that people will be just complacent and say, eh, "It's almost over. I'm going to start living my life again because I've missed it." It's been, by the way, Corey. It's been a year. We're coming yeah. up on the one-year anniversary of if we shut down for two weeks, we're going to flatten
0: the curve. Yeah, but and nobody- I hate
1: agreeing with Adam Carolla, but there I did. I just did it.
0: Nobody, uh, nobody did it though. That's the <laughs> like. Yes, if we actually we actually all did that then that would have been great because we could have gotten it's just the worst part about this whole pandemic was the fact that we weren't going to have the answers of what worked the best until way after it was done it was going to take hindsight and retrospect and people smarter than me breaking down very complex numbers to come to the to the conclusion that the mayor of Topeka, Kansas, did it better than anybody else, and then we'll find out what, they, what did. they did. Yep. And then we'll be like, "Oh my god, why didn't we do that from the beginning?" You know, like they had a complex uh, contact tracing program. Why didn't we do that? And it's just like, you know, I I feel like it's one of those like I have arguments with people who don't understand how viruses work, and they're just like, oh, "I don't yeah, have to wear yeah, the fucking mask." And then I'm just like, "All right, so." at some point one of us is going to be right but i'm not going to be able to find you in 10 years when we know like for sure what worked the best you know like i mean you,
1: you might be able to i mean graves are public records so you can find <laughs> most places True. uh where somebody's buried um and god willing the god i don't believe in uh <laughs> they'll be dead now the fact remains that the people i see getting sick and dying are the people who are basically like trying to be very careful and still fucking end up getting sick yeah. and the, the person who I see on the plane every fucking weekend going to a different goddamn place vacation in fucking Mexico I'm going to Miami going to Vancouver going skiing fucking been traveling the entire pandemic never got sick at all never yeah. even an inkling of sickness so when I have a fictional serial killer who kills people who were assholes during the pandemic they most <laughs> certainly will in this hypothetical and completely sick uh fictional situation
0: and this book murder in that this person coming book
1: murder the fuck out of that person in a very gruesome and painful way for all the grandmas. Speaking of gruesome and painful... Here I am just sitting,
0: not knowing what to say.
1: Speaking of gruesome and painful... like My face is just going to be right
0: next to this
1: listen whenever i end up on tv you know running from the cops and having a shootout this is going to be the image it's going to be you sitting on that side me sitting here he warned us he warned us on his weekly podcast that this was going to happen and Corey just sat right there silently not saying anything all i, about it.
0: All I think about is like uh uh when you were telling me that, like a lot of the people's reaction to your your episode a couple weeks ago, and they were just yeah, like, yeah. "What?" The other thing you heard a lot from the reaction was, "But Corey's line was really funny." So I'd like to imagine, <laughs> I'd like to imagine that it's just like the crazed man man had a podcast. Here's a clip, and then they show it, and then it's just me like hitting like one really good joke at the end, and they're like the news anchors just like that was pretty good actually. I like that guy. who's <laughs> I don't like the madman, uh, but I like the Jeff Franklin saying <laughs> like somewhere like.
1: That guy's crazy, but I want to know if that other guy's (laughs) written anything. I feel like he's really got a vibe. I feel like I want to watch something that – I want to watch two people monologue at each other for two hours, maybe three, three and a half hours of something he's written.
0: (laughs) I want to make a combination of Malcolm Murray and Dinner with Andre. (laughs) Is he the man to (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ. (laughs) What a combination. But uh, speaking of gruesome and awful, imagine having to sit through a confirmation hearing at the Senate,
0: Corey. Oh, God. I mean, all how the senators are there. Be?
1: Yes, well, that and uh, the the uh, listen, uh, if you have the presidency and there has not been much controversy, it usually uh, goes pretty well. Cory Booker uh, throws you little pop up questions like you told me a personal story about why this really means a lot to you. Can, can you tell every can you share that with everybody? And then you get to talk about how your grandparents are Holocaust survivors yeah. and the, the U S sheltered you and you want to give some of that shelter to new people in the country. Like fucking a yeah. Or you get Tom Cotton saying shit like how you feel. We're really concerned about the politicization of the justice department and making sure this doesn't ever happen. No, not again. What I mean is it never happens because <laughs> it never has happened before. How are you going to avoid that? Cause you seem like the kind of guy who would politicize something and like, really really bro really? <laughs> and this is why i can never be nominated for anything because i'd be like first of all fuck you tom cotton second of all i'm gonna ignore your fucking question number or I'm gonna one or however the fuck i want number you one handler <laughs> yeah i want to be hated like him
0: <laughs> the reason why the reason why you will not do well in a confirmation hearing is because uh <laughs> the uh i can't remember her name biden's pick for oemb uh uh oeob was uh uh, getting raked over the coals about tweets that she put out about Trump. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. just like you know like uh Romney and and uh Collins are not going to vote for her and maybe Manchin isn't too so it's like automatically like now we're done like there's no point in even fighting this kind of thing. And no no it's, it's you only like, need 50.
1: You need 50.
0: That means you got to pick off three Republicans. Wait wait to get a 50-50 vote? You yeah. have 50 Democrats. You have 50 Democrats but if uh mansion is not going to vote with you oh okay then so you you're gotta, losing yeah, a but democrat Romney
1: is the republican
0: yeah and then you got to pick up two republicans to be able to Well, oh, actually you get the tie so one republican you get
1: one yeah, yeah. but you got to get a one for one so if you piss off one of the democrats you got to find a republican willing yeah to and that would yeah. be so, harder
0: than just getting mansion back in in board but yeah and if i know. if
1: i turned to cory Booker and i was like Corey, the fuck! I told you that in confidence, man. Like, what the fuck? Why would you fucking bring that up? And then I was like, all right, well, we lost Booker. Uh, so we got to pick up. What's the count now? Forty. We got to pick up forty <laughs>
0: Republicans. Like, don't think that this is gonna happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, the the thing that would be so awful and uncomfortable for me if I was Merrick Garland was Ch- Chuck Grassley starting the whole thing with like the uh. You know, like, oh, I'm so glad to meet you. I'm sorry we didn't have that confirmation, but, you know, it was right before an election, so we couldn't couldn't vote in a Supreme Court justice. Meanwhile, Merrick Garland's staring back like, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> like, weird. wait a minute. What? It's weird. It's, it's weird. A, it's really weird for me to be sitting here with you uh, refusing to give me a vote before and then all of a sudden rushing somebody through under <laughs> the same exact context, only closer to the election.
1: If only I was, you know, married to a crazy Christian and a crazy Christian myself <laughs> or I liked beer, and I uh, got super wasted at <laughs> frat parties. Maybe then I could got a vote.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, speaking of the people who actually did make it to the Supreme Court, though. Uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. They uh, they had a, a vote, a couple interesting votes that uh, came out here. Uh, one, yes. uh, Trump can't hide his tax returns from the state of New York anymore.
1: Without comment and without dissent,
0: yeah. which is, others speak for unanimous,
1: and we ain't telling you why, motherfucker. So
0: Yeah. Uh, I'd be super
1: pissed if I was him just like these these motherfucker. I put three of these bitches on the court and I can't get one descent.
0: I can't even get a six to three decision or something like that.
1: I can't even get a eight to one. Like you can't have All right, let's here. All right, ready? Loser go loser's guy descent. All right. You don't have to no no, you don't have to write a descent. You just have to dissent. No comment, right? Fuck. All right. I'll write it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Though there was the other one, uh, the Pennsylvania lawsuit about uh, the continuation the of the election, Pennsylvania yes. lawsuit, where uh, <laughs> was was Thomas the only one who descended on that one? I think so. Yeah. I Everybody's talking about Thomas just
1: because it, it's – I don't know what the issue is, but basically what I would say at this point is figure out what Trump thinks about it, and that's what Thomas is going to rule on I, it. Like, it makes no sense to me anymore.
0: I mean, Thomas, to me, feels like the – dumbest right-wing person you know. Like, yes. Go to your yes. Facebook and find the one person who still has like the stars and bars as their cover photo, and that's basically what Thomas is doing these days. Because I'm going to need
1: you to be more specific, Corey. I got several of those <laughs> I <got you>.
0: people. <laughs> I don't even know this, but I grew up on the shore. Uh,
1: yeah, I grew up with a lot of those folks.
0: So. Uh, it, it, I know. I, there's a lot of Trump Republicans I know in my life, probably a good 50% of the Trump Republican people I know in my life who... Since the insurrection, have gotten a little bit quiet about the election being <laughs> stolen thing. Like, yeah, they were yeah. just like, oh, I was led astray. I should never talk about this again, and therefore, no one will ever bring it up.
1: No apologies, but Nobody, we're also yeah, just not going to talk, talk about it. I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm just you know... <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like... That's what we call the Rob Cheek School of Apology, where we, we don't say anything else. We're just we we're not going to apologize. We're not going to talk about it anymore. We're going to move on and pretend it didn't happen.
0: It's going to be Listen. it's gonna be like uh, me in about 10 minutes when we're talking about the Orioles' chances to make the playoffs. <laughs> and I'm just like, they're definitely going to do it. I 100% guarantee it. I will come back here if they don't. And then, you know, October rolls around and they have 50 wins. And I'm just like, so, about those Ravens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, uh, Listen. At two a.m., everybody decided very responsibly to go to bed, and
0: we had no discussions. There was
1: no need for any of it, and we'll never bring
0: this up again. Clarence Thomas, though, is one of those people who's just like, "It happened. They stole the election. It's just like there is no evidence of it, so we shouldn't investigate it anyway." So, but that's the problem. People who like die, of die point on this that. hill is just the fucking. And
1: he's got nothing. No, he's got nothing to lose. Like he. He will be there till he dies and if he chooses to leave someone will pay him to come speak just because he's a supreme court justice. Yeah. I mean unless somebody Never mind. I'm not going say... <laughs> <gonna> to say that.
0: Not going to say that. Don't even finish that <laughs> thought. I don't have time for that today. You know what I do have time for though? Just a few minutes of What's that? Sports ball. <laughs>
1: That might have been my most self conscious moment ever because I was like, so, it was coming out, and I'm like, mm, nope, probably should not say that. So
0: I'm going to be a little bit short for rent this month. Perhaps I should reach <laughs> out to Fernando Tatis Jr. because he's got plenty of money. Does he? What say, what Wait, say you, how'd Robbie? That he just signed a 14 year, $340 million contract from the San Diego Padres, or as they like to be called in the. Uh, San Diego area, the Slam Diego Padres. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to call them the Los Angeles Padres. <laughs> <family>. <laughs> Los Angeles Padres of Anaheim. Uh, yes, there you go. The, w- what is so incredible about this deal is not only the 14 years part of it, but the fact that Tatis is 22 years old and uh, it, this has taken him through 36 uh, if he stays in San Diego for the whole thing. Uh, I liked the statement he made uh, to the media when they were asking him about it. He said this was a statue contract. It wasn't about Ooh. it wasn't about like, you know, just like you know, like necessarily just winning a World Series or just being a part of the team for a certain amount of time. He wants to be with the team so long that they build a statue of him outside. That's his goal with this contract. So
1: I mean I could it, I could dig that.
0: I like that. I, I, I think that's yeah. a very a very classy way of saying I want to be with this team for a long time, you know?
1: See, I would say I, <laughs> I
0: plan on being good my- for a long time
1: guys that money's all guaranteed i'm made for life i don't know if you understand that i'm done i don't have to ever work again he went the like i want to play here i want to win championships i want him to build a statue i mean i also say i want
0: him to build statues. Poor rob Poor rob would sign the contract and then he was just like so who uh who remembers david wright of the mets (laughs) remember when he used to show up at spring training every year and he wasn't healthy enough to play but they still had to pay him anyway fun right that was a good time. Yeah. No, I would love that, up. didn't they? <laughs> I'd show up to the signing.
1: I'd be like, thanks everybody. Great to see you. Corey, hit me. And then that's when you would throw the, the bag of McDonald's and I'd catch it and just <laughs> dig out a cheeseburger. Be like, see you at spring training.
0: Yes. It worked for I'm Root. Paid, son. Worked. I'm paid. I'm paid. Uh and then my favorite part of this whole story. When this contract ends, when this 14-year contract, by the way, just in your mind, take a take a moment of solace here and think about any job you would want to sign fourteen years on the dot for. I mean, granted, three hundred forty million dollars. A lot of people would a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people lot would of do that. I'm just saying, but like yes. <laughs> your job, sign on to your job currently right now for fourteen years. It's it's a lot. Um, I mean, but, but again, for that money, I would do it. But I'm saying, yeah, for that money, but not everyone's a baseball player. That's the problem. Like, whatever your current job for 14 years is would be a very different conversation. I had a 1960,
1: 1980 moment there because I was almost about to say, that's like half our lives. And then I realized we are older than 30. Yeah, So it's actually a little less than half our
0: lives. So, yeah. It's all right. Uh, But when this contract ends, Bobby Bonilla, who we've talked about on this podcast before, Many times. We'll and we still, will again on July 1st. We'll still be owed one more check from the Mets. <laughs> one more. This is the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard. 14-year contract for Fernando Tatis <laughs> Jr. And it will not outlive Bobby Bonilla Day. That is it's amazing to me. And again. Uh, Fernando uh, Tatis, 22. Height of his physical. He's a physical specimen. Yeah.
1: Making top dollar for 14 years. Bobby Bonilla. 57 it's off the couch twice a day only to pee and sometimes successfully sometimes not also making money playing baseball now not,
0: not now not 340 million dollars over the course of this whole time but still a
1: very he might make that much by the time they're done
0: with this fucking contract listen if you were to get a check for a million to two million dollars every year for 15 20 years you'd be pretty happy with yourself it's actually I could turn longer that into than a that billion. it's like 25 years at this point right like, isn't that how long? No, the- no. Two
1: thousand one was the last year he played baseball. Two thousand eight is when they organized this thing. Oh my god. It's essentially thirty five years since he played baseball that they are gonna be paying him. That's you is could unbelievable.
0: You could buy a sixty million dollar house and just put it just take the money out of the out of the money that you're getting paid and put it directly into the bank to pay for the yep. house. Oh, you I go. mean,
1: well, he could have done that out of his 2002 paycheck because they paid him the full amount. Oh, it was yeah, just I know. The I'm last just... few years that they broke up, right? <laughs> no, but if you have one million dollars, and I say, "Hey, I still got my baseball time money. I'm going to put this in an investment. I'm going to buy some Doge coin in 2008, <laughs> some Bitcoin <laughs> with this." You turn that 6 million, 1.6 million, 1.16 million, into a billion dollars today. Yeah, and it's just farting around money. It's up me money at that point it's just like i what am i going to do with my bobby vanille day check um wait what'd you say son the dogecoin that sounds fun i don't know let's buy a million dollars of it, and then you have a billion dollars a year later you're like oh well i just keep getting i was out. just fucking around
0: <laughs> uh one last thing before we go uh fan graphs uh well-respected baseball institution yes. uh recently put out a A list of odds for every single team to make the playoffs. Now, we shouldn't be surprised by the numbers. I mean, the the Dodgers had like a 96% chance to make the playoffs. They were the World Series champions. That makes sense. The Yankees had a 91% chance or something like that.
1: Always high. Always high.
0: Even really poor teams like the the Pirates had a 0.4% chance or the Rockies had a 0.1%. Only one team managed to get (laughs) a 0% chance of making the playoffs. And that was the Baltimore Orioles. That was the Baltimore Orioles. Now, I'm not saying this team is good. I will put a substantial amount of money on them winning in hopes of being able to turn my petty bet into a Bobby Bonilla day like payday. (laughs) But I will say that it's awfully ballsy, even with a really terrible team, to say 0%. Like, literally. No chance you make the playoffs. The Orioles were a week away of good baseball from making the playoffs last year. Now I know it's a 40-game yep. season, 162, blah blah blah. I get it. But it's gonna be another COVID year though. It, the Yankees could be out for a month. Like they could just they could, like half the team could get it at the first half of the month and the second team half could get it at the second. Like, we can't guarantee that anybody is going to be healthy. And that's not different from any other year where, you know, somebody some big star is going to tear their ACL in in April or something like that. It happens every year. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody, you know, like people don't do as well as you think they will. I I just I I think that zero percent is an awfully ballsy call. On the part of part yeah. of uh, yeah. fangraves. and I get where they're coming from. It's not a likelihood, a, a big likelihood. I I wouldn't say bet the house on it or anything like that. But you know, bet if you thirty got, bucks. Yeah, if you got thirty yeah. bucks in your pocket, you could be walking away with a ton. It was 80 to one or 800 to one or something like that. I was was going to ask you if it improved. Oh, I should check. Yes. that (laughs) zero percent came out.
1: But yeah, I I, I think it was. It was 800 to one, 800 to one. I think it was 80 to one,
0: though. Hold on. Was it 80? I think it was.
1: though, that's two hundred twenty twenty four hundred dollars on an 80 dollar bet. Plus the 80 back. So,
0: yeah. So Vegas Insider still has an 80 to one. Right. Okay. but let me just real quick. FanCrafts has, a, a, has us at zero percent, like literally no chance the Orioles yeah. make the playoffs. I'm going to read off the number of teams that have equal to or worse than uh, or better than odds than we do to make okay. it. OK, so these are teams yes. that are hypothetically, according to Vegas, worse than us. Mm-hmm. Colorado, Detroit, Miami, San Francisco, Seattle, Arizona, Kansas City, Texas and Pittsburgh.
1: That's now. I I'll guess that they're all probably like five percent or below chance. Uh, by fan grabs. I mean, that's nine Not teams.
0: Zero. We're uh, hypothetically yeah. according to Vegas futures, we're, uh, you know, and a bunch of these are eighty to one altogether. So you can make the argument that the Mariners are going to be better than the Orioles or something like that, even though they have yeah. the same eighty to one shot. But I mean, like, you know, only three teams or four teams have a hundred to one: Arizona, Kansas City, Texas, and Pittsburgh. So even on Vegas. They, they are more favorable of the Orioles than, than of fan grabs. Uh, but
1: Vegas is not a baseball, uh, you know, place. And fan grabs, that,
0: sports is their thing, right? Like, maybe they know better. Oh, I forgot that Vegas has no amazing they hotels know. that were built on the winnings of poor idiots like me who go and better <laughs> Orioles to make, make the playoffs. The reason why they have fucking Siegfried and Roy is because I'm putting twenty dollars in their coffers every so often with stupid bets. So, that's...
1: <laughs> things that I don't expect <laughs> to win, and then maybe, maybe this holding out hope that I could.
0: Yeah. By the way, I I uh, I'm gonna have to share with you at some point. I think I found Siegfried and Roy's old apartment uh, listed on Trulia. <laughs> so, I'll have to show you that thing since I okay. mentioned them aloud. Anywho. Or uh,
1: put, the, put it in the show notes
0: so that everyone can enjoy that. I'm going to tweet it. How about that? Oh, how about that? There you go. You have something to look forward to. You know what else yes. you have to look forward to? Wait, 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 what? Otheanthem.com. Oh, According to the oh, the on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. You can find me at my website, corybakerfilmmaker.com Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm at CB 5 on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, had the, got the first draft polished, so I just mm-hmm. have to do the, the readover to make sure I didn't miss anything that I thought I got the first time. And uh, then it'll be in the hands of Rob and the select few uh, for notes. And uh, we'll see what happens with the screenplay from there.
1: And you got you got new content coming, right? We've been hearing about new content for the last uh two months. So you know. <laughs>
0: I'll give you I'll give you a two-word uh a two-word response to that. Stay tuned. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, okay. Uh
1: and I just realized I don't have my solo set up, so we're gonna stay on the two shot. So uh <laughs> hi everybody. You can find more of me at Robert and Cheek uh, on our social networks, uh Robert and Cheek uh, for Everything else that I'm doing. Uh, I may have some new content coming out too. Um, just uh, unboxings and updates on unboxings and not really super interesting stuff. I'm starting to do thought experiment videos on Instagram. So if that seems like your bag, join me on Instagram. I'm Robert and Cheek. Um, and otherwise, you can find me on either Modern Warfare or Cold War. Probably Cold War this week because the uh, season's changing. But uh, Robert and Cheek for now, soon to be changed to El Cacoy e-l space c-u-c-o-y on call of duty
0: all right well we got that going for us hey hey well i think we've done good here today
1: we've done something (laughs) i do not know if it's good certainly Uh, (laughs) not thinking back uh, i believe i mentioned hitler in a positive light and (laughs) compared to myself to him so probably not but uh you had thoughts that would get us canceled (laughs) forget about thoughts i just remember i never went through my tweets to clean those up so yeah i'll probably get canceled it's fine but as always you're listening to the o the anthem podcast part of the o the anthem digital network for cory this is rob have a great week everybody
0: seriously though zero percent like zero percent like not not even it's like the atlanta falcons are not going to win the mlb get to the mlb postseason yeah i get that now wait, 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 wait. uh i'm not sure
1: uh they would give the Falcons a 0% chance of making the MOB postseason. they give it 0.1. Fuck you guys. The Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers for sure would get like a 0.1. Like, it's Tom Brady. That man could do anything. <laughs>